Hey everybody and welcome to the Dark Cast. This is DCI number 41 and I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. In this episode, Brian and I got to talk to Brad Richards of Flippic, a company that's currently in the middle of its Kickstarter campaign, and they are working on bringing a device called the Game Changer, which is a case for your iPhone 5 or 5S that when you put it on the front actually provides a nice clickable surface uh, with predefined buttons so you can actually tell when you're pressing buttons and not just just, you know, flailing about on the touch screen trying to figure out where you should be touching. Uh, it seems really interesting. We had a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. If you want to find out more information about DarkStation, you can do that at DarkStation.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at DarkStation underscore com. And if you want to subscribe to us, we are on iTunes. We're the DarkCast. While you're there, give us a review and let us know what you think of the show. And uh, finally, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at podcast at DarkStation.com. For more information about Flippic or the Game Changer, check out the links in the show notes to this episode. As always, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. Thank you so much for joining us today uh, on the Darkcast, Brad. How are you doing? I'm good, you know. It's uh, Easter weekend wrapping up here, you know. Lots of food, lots of family, all that stuff, but uh, doing pretty good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Actually, uh, I went to learn how to make beer this past weekend. Oh, what kind uh, of beer? That was, uh, it was just it was a little uh, class, it was a little shop that they apparently do this. I didn't actually get to make any beer that day. Um, the... Uh, the sign-up thing that I did online was a little misleading because they, they said <laughs> that you get to take home two pints. Uh, and I was like, sweet, that's awesome. Turns out it's two pint glasses. Uh, just like if you were, went to a uh, you know a, a brewery tour and they give you you know their branded Stein that you get to take home. Yeah, so I get I get two glasses and I was like, well, that's, misdirection. that's not what I was going for, but I did get a kit, so maybe I can start. Gotta read uh, that fine print. Yeah. Gotta read that fine print. That is that is very true. But, <laughs> uh, but it was still fun, so hopefully sometime soon I can start making some beer. We'll see. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, but we're not here to talk about beer. That's actually completely different from what we're here to talk about. It's another podcast. <laughs> it is. It is. We should, I mean, we already do like three different types of podcasts. We should probably just start a fourth one uh, about beer. Uh, I'm sure and, the bar where doctor's not doing anything. Yeah, Greg likes beer. That's true. And I mean, uh, Brad, you're in you're in Germany, so I mean that beer's very beer popular there. there. The beer here uh, is so. pretty fantastic and cheap, especially in Berlin. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm not gonna Flows lie. like water. It does. Uh, you <laughs> walk around, like you buy, you get. I mean, it's sixty cents for a pint here. Wow. Holy crap! So. There you go, and uh, like people, and, and you know, public drinking it's is cheaper legal. than water. That's crazy. It is. Cheaper. <laughs> it really is. You know, like public drinking is legal here as well. So people just like naturally just always have a beer in hand. So it was always kind of. I remember walking around. I, I lived in Portugal originally, and I, I remember just walking around being like, "I'm allowed to do this?" Because in university in Canada, <laughs> I got like three fines for just walking out of my front door. And just having a beer in my hand, like oh, there's a twenty-five dollar fine. So, to be in a to be in a Berlin walking around with a pint isn't too bad sometimes. 
Now, that is a much better future than the totalitarian government you were living in. God damn, Canadian. man! That's like the you know they got the things on the front. And they're yelling at you for cursing. Here comes another fine. Canadians have the best they're... PR people in the world. They come off as nice people, but they're they're evil. They'll well, get I'm you. sure I'm sure the the cop who gave you or the Mountie who gave you the uh, the, the 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 charge apologized when he did. Nah, he did, of course, like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah. You know how it is. Oh well, it's all good. But Berlin is great. Berlin's a cool. Uh, Berlin's a cool city, especially for the uh, the startup scene here. It's a it's a pretty booming uh, Europe's uh, hub of startups. So it's uh, it's a pretty cool time to be here. It's really nice. Awesome. Um, well, uh, we're here to not talk about beer, so I guess we should try <laughs> to get off of of that subject matter. We're here to talk about the game changer, and not yes. figuratively, but also figuratively. Hopefully, um, we're. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I made myself laugh a little bit there, and then I started to cough, and that, that was just really <laughs> weird. Uh, but, no, we're here to talk about the Game Changer. It's a uh, case for the iPhone, and uh, you are one of the minds behind that. So tell us tell us who you are and, and what, you're, what you do at uh, Flippic. Yeah. Um, so, basically, uh, I, I, I work... I live in I live in Berlin now. I moved here uh, early, uh, late 2013, and basically my partner and I, Ernst Kohler, who's... Uh, Basically, how it how it came to be was uh, Ernst and I both both work at the same company, and he's a uh, uh, engineer. And basically, he had this strange looking case on the back of his iPhone that was kind of like three D printed, hacked together. And I just said, "What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's this kind of idea I've been messing around with." And uh, basically, he had if you see in the in the Kickstarter, he had all of these uh, the original three D prints where it was just this big circle and these two horizontal buttons to mimic a Nintendo controller. And then basically, I always told him, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a head of mobile at my company right now. I've been working in a mobile management, product management, all that kind of stuff in the mobile field for about five years now. So I had kind of a feel and a background in mobile gaming and application development and stuff like that. So for me, I was like, hey, you know, I, I love gaming. I love this. And he uh, asked me one day, he's like, Brad, do you want to partner together? And then after like, Six months of testing and all this kind of stuff and getting it all together we finally uh developed the game changer and uh our company flipbox came from there so basically we're, we're trying to build uh products that are uh simple in design and simp- uh but have great functionality so um this is our first product that we decided to uh to launch together and it's uh uh it's, it's exciting because we're having a lot of interest from uh, investors and the, the kickstarter's doing all right and uh it's it's, it's cool to see Awesome. So you guys, uh, looking at the the Kickstarter, you looks like you have a couple of three D printers. Yes, we have yes. we have two. Yeah, they're uh, they're Ernst's. That's hard to say. They are Ernst's. Uh, and um, yeah, basically it was really it was really nice to just kind of uh, to hack together an idea, just see what was uh, what what worked, what didn't work, and then uh, eventually we were noticing things like you know we have to make sure um, that if you were to get a call or anything like that where the case was flipped under the screen. Uh, you would go from there, but basically the game the game changer for anybody uh, listening would be uh, basically it's just a regular uh, on the back side a regular iPhone case where when you want a game with the old school kind of uh, the Nintendo or the Sega or the Namco kind of style games you would flip the case over and it would give you the actual feel of the game itself without having to sacrifice uh, uh, bulk by using like Bluetooth or any of those thick 
kind of uh, under sliding kind of case controllers or the ones that kind of pop out that aren't really practical. So the cool thing about this case is it doesn't restrict um, the design of the iPhone, which is great, or anything like that. It just kind of uh, emphasizes it even more. So it's, uh, it's ideal for the gamers out there. Now you guys look like you went through a lot of iterations of this. What, what kind of failures did you end up with? Because you got a lot of great pictures of just cases. Fails. Like yeah, what? Just what failed. went wrong with these that went right with the with the uh, the current uh, sticking design? Yeah, the first the first problem we found was that um, the horizontal buttons that we thought was that was the original idea was the horizontal buttons. We're like, okay, well, you know, most games the original Nintendo controller were kind of horizontal. So we're like, okay, we'll go with that. And then we found more and more games uh, are actually using the vertical buttons because of the horizontal buttons due to you reaching across a screen actually uh, takes away from the visibility of the screen. So I think developers kind of acknowledged that a bit more and they put more of the vertical up along the sides. Then we were noticing, if you notice uh, if in, the, in the pile there, it was it, it actually got kind of flimsy and then actually in a, a couple of them were, were breaking from us flipping it over and back and forth so hmm. we had to if you notice on the new one it's a bit thicker now on the right and on the left where the uh, the joystick or d-pad area would be and the buttons is a bit thicker and then the other thing was that um we were the original idea was just simply just make it almost like a line a crease almost on top of the outside of the phone but basically we couldn't do that, so we had to actually make it a legitimate case. Then we had to accent the volume buttons, the lock screen buttons, the uh, input, uh, that the the headphone jack buttons, the lock, all that kind of stuff. And then we realized the speaker, and then there was all these other things that we had to take into account. So uh, it was it was a lot. But this this design uh, is not only uh, stable, but it's uh, fully functioning, and um, it doesn't uh, take away from the phone itself. So that was the main thing was to uh, add usability, add, add gaming capabilities, but not take away usability. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, is it currently just the, the two of you? It is. We are a mom and pop shop, and I guess I'm mom and he's pop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just the two of us. We have uh, we have distributors. Uh, I mean, we have uh, our factory lined up and, our, and all that kind of stuff ready to go, so the Kickstarter is going to be used uh, to hopefully fund uh, the, the purchasing of the mold and then mass producing it and then uh, taking in uh, pre-sale order, orders and all that kind of stuff so we can move forward in the market because uh, I think now is a great time to do it, especially since there's no real concrete rumors of uh, iPhone 6 right now. Sure. And the iPhone 5 and 5S are pretty... Uh, like they're, 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 the, they're the devices pretty much right now. Mm-hmm. And I think the market will still stay there for a while and people will be... Maybe the iPhone 5 will upgrade to the iPhone 6, but the iPhone 5S is a really good quality uh, iPhone. It's, it's it's a very good quality device. Inexpensive, too. And the, the only room that's coming out with the iPhone 6 right now is that it's going to be $100 more. So uh, I think that the uh, the market for the foreseeable future in a couple of years will, is still stable, but we still have the capabilities of uh, adjusting to the iPhone 6. Sure. Yeah. So how... Oh, I'm sorry. No, keep uh, going. No. Go, go. No, go. You got it. I, I, okay. Sure. Yeah. You, you would think we were awake at 2 a.m. right now. Um, <laughs> so uh, one of the things, kind of looking at this, uh, obviously there's a, a ton of different games that are uh, currently compatible with it. 
um, and I imagine more games as they come out, because a, a lot of games adopt the um, kind of idea that, you know, when you're using like a dual uh, thumbstick setup, just wherever you yeah. put your thumb, that's where the uh, digital analog stick goes. Uh, so obviously this works kind of perfect for stuff like that. Um, but how does it kind of work for stuff that has more than two buttons? Yeah, that's the main thing. I mean, you can't... Uh, when it works with more than two buttons, I mean, the main thing is to kind of make the ones that are the most... Um, I guess you could say, if you were look, looking back like an N64 controller, what the A and B buttons would be. Mm. And I guess the other ones would be like the C up, C down ones. I mean, the main... Yeah, the nobody main, uses those. No one uses those. No, but... Um, uh, basically, the main, uh, to, to focus on like the ones that are the majority of them. I know there's a lot of games out there that do have multiple buttons. Like there's a good game that we feature called Dungeon Hunter that has a, a, a multiple buttons. And then you'll see games like Modern Combat, which have like the the main button and then like the aiming. Then they'll have like the sub button at the top, like the grenades or anything like that. So, I mean, in terms of that, that's just kind of it's the the buttons on the right itself still do give the. Um, uh, the, the the idea that the button is still above it, so it still does make it easier to move up and down uh, mm -hmm. from button to button. Because I mean, if you have the two vertical buttons, and you have it's usually two vertical, it's usually three vertical, almost like an L, like a reverse L. Uh, if they have more than two buttons, so I mean, you'll have it, you'll have the feel of it uh, naturally just because of the two uh, placeholder buttons that we have built in there already. Very cool. Uh, using it, especially with like games that that uh, would tend to move that around, do you find that it's easier to know just kind of kind of keep your hands in place where they where they kind of should be with bunny rabbit ears? Sorry, say that again. I, I didn't catch the last part. Is it? Oh, hold on, let me move this. I got a six month old fighting me here. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it, so with with the placement, like you know, uh, uh, on the sides. Yeah. Um, and, and especially looking at it with like games that would tend to either move the joystick or. Um, you know, even if they keep it in one place, is uh, do you find it? Uh, hold on, yeah. Uh, with ones that would use it, do you find it more that you're using it almost like a placeholder, or are you actually like, uh, do you ever like once you get used to it, are you constantly running up against the edges of that? No, I mean once you get you once you get used to it, it's 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 pretty great, honestly. What we do is to show people how it works is basically just play a game and then we put the case on top of it the actual buttons or the the placeholders itself are actually ridged to make it feel like an exact button so uh when you actually put your uh, finger in there the the feel of the case it's made from a uh, rubber coated polycarbonate which basically it's like kind of like this nice kind of soft rubber but it it's also got this nice strong feel to it but so when you actually press the action button or the shoot button or the jump or whatever it actually feels like a button itself so i mean it's it's totally seamless uh once you get used to it and it, and it takes literally no time if you've played this game before to get used to it so it's uh it's uh pretty pretty seamless in terms of uh, usability so it doesn't just feel like kind of like a plastic marker to show you where to go no, it's not actually, at all. It's very okay cool i like that it's the, flat the on this, nature, that's much. really neat okay so so i'm looking at the case right now though but where where's the button <laughs> like how, how does that what actually de depresses there to make it feel like a button basically if you look on the ridges there on the right hand side of the uh, of the case there uh, if you look at our uh, of the drawings that we actually have done for the patent oh this mm -hmm. is patented by the way uh you'll notice that it's actually it's about a millimeter thick but Ernst is a very good des uh, uh, industrial designer, so basically it's in completely enriched in all of the, the D-pad area and the buttons 
are, uh, are concaved in. So it actually, okay. when you press it, you actually feel like you're actually pressing a button. Instead of huh. if, if you had it just flat, like a flat plastic ring, and you're putting your finger into it, it wouldn't feel as nice and as smooth as it would when they're uh, when the, it's almost uh, concave inside like that. Nice. That's, that's really testing. cool. That, that makes it feel... That, that feeling is definitely what's missing. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, the competition out there right now are either... Uh, their list is actually smaller because uh, a lot of the ones you have to do it via Bluetooth. And a lot of... Uh, and you have to do it via Bluetooth and it has to be kind of more modern games that use it. But also, like the, the competitor we have listed on the website, uh, you actually don't know... Uh, which button on the screen corresponds to the button on the actual uh, device itself. So when you press A, it may be something else that doesn't really correspond that well uh, to the uh, the gaming itself. So it's uh, it's more it's just a simpler idea and just to make it make gaming just you know refined and make it easier, but also not take away from the phone because no one wants to carry around a giant bulky case. Just to randomly game for ten minutes on the on the metro or something like that. Sure. Yeah, those the random bulky attachments are they they're laughable. I mean, especially the one that you've got on the Kickstarter page. That yeah. one just I, there is no way I'd ever carry that. On, that's a hundred. Uh, that's a yeah, hundred. Hundred. It's it's a hundred euros. So that's about a hundred and forty dollars. Uh, and it's by a major company. And it's like if you this market lately has been taking. <sighs> has been kind of expanding a lot because I think they saw the same thing we did where basically devices were pretty standard and uh, like the iPhone 5 and the 5S are almost the exact same in terms of, of hardware. So it was easy to build a case around it. But um, the gaming is just different. The game quality is constantly growing on apps, but it's just gaming on them with just a touch screen doesn't give it justice. So we wanted to just make it as easy as possible instead of building these giant cases and these giant devices that just for the average regular guy who just you know likes playing really good games like old school games they grew up with like ocean horn or like those namco games i mean that's what we were kind of going for not like the guys who are going to spend 140 dollars where you can only game with that at home pretty much so it's uh it's something that we we, we thought was there and um i think we're right with it <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm, I'm looking at just a, a random one, uh, other controller that actually has a, it's a, it's like a controller that the iPad then mounts on top of, or iPad, uh, iPod, and, uh, yeah, it's expensive, and it has, like, 20 games that are compatible with it, so, yeah. I, I've, I've never looked into these before, I didn't know they were a thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of these cases out there, I mean, if you were just to type in on Google, like, gaming iPhone case or something like that, you'll just see countless ones, and, uh, they're usually, I mean, our case supports, from what we've found thus far, about 110 games and mm -hmm. uh, paid free, all really good games like Grand Theft Auto's on there, a couple Spider-Man games, you know, some good, some really good quality games in there. And um, it, the main thing was is just the size of it, because the competitors out there are just, it's just so thick, and it's usually there's some sort of like you have to kind of bend the case, and the buttons pop out from the side, and uh, it just didn't really make sense. No one's gonna have that in your pocket. It doesn't, no. it doesn't, especially for guys. Like guys have it in their back or their front pocket. Oh, like women have their phones in their purse, so they—that's why they have bigger, bulkier cases, like more fancy cases. Where men, if they have a case, they're literally doing it just so they're stupid and don't drop their phone and break it. 
Yeah, yes. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in fact, I want to ask just on the uh, on the protection side of this. I mean, this is a case. How is it? Obviously, it's not an otter box because we're not crazy. But how, you know, how does it rate otherwise? Is it at least no. better than like the the little ring that I the Apple gives you? Oh, of course. You know, it, that that was another thing that we were focusing on was basically the original designs were. Uh, a little too simple, and they only covered the top edge. But if you see now on the uh, the actual case, it actually covers. When when it's on the back of it, it covers all corners uh, on the backside and uh, a flush along the sides there. So it's um, and it's kind of raised on the bottom and top, so it won't scratch the top or the bottom. So hmm. I mean, you can't go around whipping it around. It's just like a if you're gonna buy a regular uh, black iPhone case or clear or red or anything like that, like the colors we offer, this offers that but also adds the game capabilities so it also gives your phone uh some decent protection for uh, everyday use but That's just excellent. for the record it doesn't make it waterproof it does <laughs> not <laughs> if you couldn't tell that by the pictures if you couldn't tell that you probably deserve to lose your phone okay sorry <laughs> sorry no problem yeah not covered by water all right all right not covered <laughs> sorry sorry folks um, so, kind of working with this, uh, obviously this is intended for the uh, iPhone 5 and 5S. Yes. Do you have any um, inklings to make it for the other, like any of the older iPhones or any other, like iPads, Android? The iPads, yeah. Basically, since we patented this uh, uh, technology, we have kind of free reign sure. about any, anything with uh, gaming capabilities on, touch of a on top of a touch screen. So, I mean, for us, uh, iPad was uh, actually kind of next for us because, I mean, the iPhone 4 we could easily do because the the iPhone 4 and the 4S are the same uh, the same hardware as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we've looked into doing Android, but the problem with Android is... There's 900,000 of them? Or? <laughs> There's that. <laughs> I, I have the HTC One currently right now because I'm testing just crazy amount of devices, and the, the bad thing about it is it's a great phone, but it's got a curved back, so hmm. our case would be kind of difficult to make it flippable from the back to the front, and where iPhones, you know, are more, you know, flat and more seamless in their design, where Android kind of just, you know, does their own thing and does whatever Samsung or HTC wants, or they don't really follow any uh, direct uh, uh, patterns or uh, formats. So I think iPad would be great. We were thinking some sort of uh, case that would uh, almost like those flippable cases, but with one extra thing where it could flip from the bottom of the iPad upwards okay. uh, to cover the screen, maybe with magnets. This is something we've kind of been fiddling back and forth with because an iPad case is completely different from an iPhone case. Sure. An iPad case is a kind of a screen protector and uh, and everything like that. So uh, but I think iPad would definitely be the, uh, the next thing for us. Nice. And that... that... It's definitely something that appeals to me because I have Bastion on my iPad. It's the ah. third time I bought that game because I love <laughs> it, and I can't play it on there because the controls are terrible. <laughs> and the controls are always terrible. I mean, if you just got a little... All you need is this, this like, a tiny just area, a nice little radius of just where your finger needs to go, right. and that's it. That's all you need because when you game on, uh, when you, like, N64 or Xbox or PlayStation or anything like that, you don't have to look at your fingers. I mean, you just look at the screen you play. That's it. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to ask one more question, one more device. Uh, and don't laugh. Okay. What about it's Windows okay phones? Yeah, Windows phones. Yeah, it's okay. 
Whew. I understand that I'm one of six people in all the world that has one. It's, it's and okay. how do you how do you like it? I I like it. I don't really play a ton of games on there um, that require you know dexterity and things like that. It's, right. You know. Yeah, Solitaire no and Temple Run. Yeah, uh, you know, the soon-to-be Microsoft mobile phone. Microsoft, yeah. um, uh, honestly, uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've worked in uh, mobile management for a bit now, and I've never had anyone even consider I know, the I know, idea. I know, I know. It's, it's okay. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm Canadian. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I can say is I'm sorry. And uh, next question. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, it's Windows Phone, man. There's like five of you. I know. Yeah, exactly. I know. I'm we, Canadian. I'm not even doing BlackBerry. Okay, we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, no curve cases in the future. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no torches. None of that. No, <laughs> no bolts. Sounds good. So, um, in your Kickstarter, you, what, what can people get if they back? Well, basically, we're just we're just gonna give you the case. You have three options for the cases. We have a uh, the classic, uh, the black one with a black case. We have a, an arcade edition, which is a clear case, which uh, seems uh, most people have been liking that one, where basically you can see through the case when you're gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, nice uh, red. We, did, we decided to go with a gamer red kind of color. It's a really cool uh, uh, casing color that we decided to go with. So. Uh, Basically, if you come, you uh, pledge early, you get ten dollars off the first. Uh, the, you get ten dollars off the case, uh, but we're selling them on the Kickstarter for twenty-five bucks for the first fifty for each color, and okay. then uh, thirty-five bucks afterwards. So it's uh, it's not breaking the bank, and it's uh, protects your phone, and it's a it's a great looking case, and it's a so great. So even even protect. with the added functionality, they're still very competitive with just regular cases yeah that's that was the main pricing point was just like you know what's what's a regular case sell for eh, about 25 30 bucks like okay yep. we'll sell for that like what's the point of oh our cases you know does the whole gaming thing so it's 70 dollars <laughs> which just doesn't make sense to me so uh uh i i we, we priced it to be uh just like so it could be on the shelf beside any other case so people will be like oh this one it's also a case, but it allows me to game. Why wouldn't I get this one? That's a good question. <laughs> it is a good question. <laughs> and then you buy it, and that's the it, point. That's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it everyone lives happily ever after the you end. You can't answer it. You have um. to buy it. <laughs> I just out of curiosity, since you guys are in Germany, um, yeah. are you uh, are you planning any like uh, like trips with this to maybe like Gamescom? Uh, we actually have. Um, uh, a, a friend of ours in Korea going to a massive uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but a, a big uh, big convention there but Gamescom would be something that we actually just went to one here in Berlin actually um, it was at the Gamers Arcade Museum here in Berlin it was about 10,000 people here and that was a big one uh, we tried to get into Apps Worlds that was something else but uh, Gamescom we've been trying we've been thinking about where to go because uh I mean, the, the main thing about this case is most people, uh, it's hard to visualize it, once, but once you start using it, that's when you realize you go, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So Yeah, this is definitely something that seems like you got it. Like, the, the idea just looking at it, it seems cool, but especially when you talk about kind of the concave edges and that, that and it feeling like a button, that definitely exactly. sounds like something that you got to get in your hands in order to, to see. 
you got to get your hands on it, and that's the main thing that uh, that we're trying to do. Uh, you know, we're we're hitting up all these uh, all the, all of our app developer friends that I have here in Berlin. We're going to them. We're going to uh, we're going to the customers themselves. So this is something that uh, it's more of a hands-on type of thing to really get the feel for uh, what the game changer is all about. How easy is it to flip back and forth? Super easy. That was that, sorry. That was another thing that we were uh, going back and forth with. Like I broke probably. 40 of those cases just just trying to get it back and forth <laughs> in the beginning and i was like this is insane so basically uh with this latest one that was how the whole sides came on because you basically all you have to do is just push the screen back and then it clips on there's also some ridges the great thing about the iphone 5 and the 5s is they have these uh small layers uh where the screen and the side of the uh the phone meet and uh, basically, the, the phone, the, uh, the the game changer clips right into that on both sides, so it works out. Uh, it works out beautifully that way. So it's super easy to uh, to move from back to front, and it takes half a second to do it. And uh, anybody can do it. It's really simple. I'm looking at mine right now, and I see the grooves that you were talking about. There you go. And I also see scratches on the edges of this. So it sounds like <laughs> I need a game changer. <laughs> you need. <laughs> I'll protect it. Don't worry. That's right. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that sounds that sounds good. I think we're there. Uh, are we going? Are we going for the end game, Jonathan? Do I was, are you running up? Uh, one more question, um, and it's the question that I hate asking. Um, so, I mean, it looks like you guys have you know working uh, version of this, and you're you're ready to bring it to the world. Yeah. But what what happens if the Kickstarter thing doesn't work? That's that's not a problem. We're not stopping there. We're gonna uh, basically we have we have some uh, outside investors, but basically we want to crowdfund this thing because it's the best way to uh, to get some momentum behind it, get some buzz around it. So uh, if the Kickstarter doesn't work, uh, we have some uh, some actual investors who have seen the Kickstarter who we can possibly partner with there. So uh, this will be coming to market uh, regardless. So that's um, always it, good to hear. Excellent. This is what we want to do. So it's a cool product, and we definitely want to get it out there. And you two will be one of the first people I will send some to. Don't worry. Yay! Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. That's it. I'm done. All right, take it let's away. Let's do it. So we're gonna we like to end with uh, what we call the end game. It's a little uh, little personal questionnaire, uh, kind of modeled after the James Lipton inside the actor studio thing. The little Love one it. he does at the end. Love it. All right. First question. Yeah. Who is your favorite video game protagonist? Is Deadpool a protagonist? Yes, he is. Yeah? He just okay. he recently, I think he had a game last year. He did. Okay, I, he's 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 like a anti-protagonist. Uh, Deadpool has always been uh, my go-to guy. I gotta go, Deadpool. All right, Vo yeah. voiced by Nolan North. I accept that. Done. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna flip that coin. I'm gonna say, who's your favorite antagonist? Who's your favorite bad guy? Oh God, was it? Is it Red Skull? Is that the guy's name? Red Skull. Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I liked him. I, I thought he looked like a badass. I saw him when I was super young, and I was like, that guy's legitimate. Or Doctor Doom. Doctor mm. Doom was always uh, X-Men old school stuff. back uh, That kind of stuff. But not like the new Doctor Doom. I'm, I'm kind of the old... <laughs> not that one. It's not like saying, it's like saying oh, oh, I like the Incredible okay. Hulk, but definitely not Edward Norton Incredible Hulk. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um, what's your uh, w what would be your least favorite kind of theme or trope that's kind of in play with video games today? Um, 
Okay, okay. If I had to go, I don't know if this is like a theme, but I hate, I hate copycats. Honestly, I I hate seeing someone make a really good app or game and it just get completely ripped off beyond recognition. Kind of so like I, the the threes two four twenty forty eight that kind of thing. I am completely addicted to that game. It is insane. It's so hard. I I can't beat it. But that game exactly. Or they're, like, they're so cute when they they see you know it's like you join them and they're like hey uh, oh, yeah I hate it I hate it and like uh, <laughs> yeah like Flappy Birds you know Flappy Birds too that was a you know a simple game that regular dude John Egan like regular guy and just got it got just beaten to death and uh, that's a trend in gaming that I just uh, I can't stand yeah. there's no integrity. Uh, all right, next question. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to uh, kind of an up-and-coming developer who was thinking about going on Kickstarter, what would it be? Oh, uh, <laughs> have all of your ducks lined up way before you even think about doing a Kickstarter. Basically, the main thing that I've found is uh, uh, Kickstarter doesn't really have a very good marketing uh, thing. I thought with a Kickstarter, it was like, oh, Kickstarter wants you to succeed because they get a cut of it, blah, blah, blah. Kickstarter doesn't care in that turn, in that sense. They just kind of, they basically told me, oh, your networker friends are the best way. So basically, you should really, if you're going to be launching a Kickstarter, be contacting uh, guys like you, uh, people like that, a month before you launch to get a buzz behind it and then have all the PR stuff lined up before you launch. Because if the product is good, it'll speak for itself. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. That is excellent. Uh, we're going to have a bonus question in the middle because apparently I can't read. Yes. So what game <laughs> slash franchise would you like to see most on a mobile device? Oh, it's got to be Nintendo. I, yes, it does. <laughs> it's got to be Nintendo. There's no way around that. It's got to be Nintendo. Any one of them. <laughs> any, any of them. It's just anything but Nintendo. But if I had to choose a specific one uh, that's already on there, uh, Nintendo, I guess. I guess just, I, I would just love to see Super Mario on there. Because, you know, just keep it classic. But Nintendo's got to be there. It's just got to be Nintendo. Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> um. Next question, normally our fifth question. Um, okay. What, uh, if you, no limits, if you had to give another, if you wanted, if you got the chance to do anything, another profession, what would you like to try? Oh, stand-up comedian, 100%. Nice. Really? I've been doing it, I've been doing it since, uh, I've been doing it since about uh, December now, and I'm actually going to London to do uh, a, a comedian uh, a comedian competition. So uh, I'm actually an avid stand-up comedian, and this is something that uh, I would absolutely love to do. It's terrifying. Uh, I, it sounds terrifying. I've been up on stage before. That is that's not a very nice place when things go I've, wrong. <laughs> my very first time ever doing it. Most comedians they do their first time, and they do like two minutes. Uh, I was in Portugal. That's where I started my career in Portugal for two and a half years. And I did an open mic night, quote unquote, open mic night. But it was for musicians. And the guy barely spoke English. And he goes, yeah, you can go on. And I did a, <laughs> he said, you have to do a minimum of 15 minutes. Oh, God. And I got yelled at for about 13 minutes by a bunch of drunk Belgians <laughs> in a Portuguese bar. <laughs> I, I ran out of there. I got my drink ticket. 
I didn't even stay to keep my I didn't even get my drink. I just left. And then all my friends were there were like, wow, Brad, that was rough. I'm like, yeah, next time I'll do way better. And they go, what the hell do you yeah. mean next time? <laughs> so, like, no, this is not the edge. This, this, is, not the is, edge. Oh, this is not the end, baby. <laughs> I got it. No, but uh, definitely stand-up comedian. It's uh, it's super fun. You know, you get to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. It's a, it's a lot of work, but uh, maybe I can sell the game changer enough to be a stand-up comedian on the side. Right. All right. Final question. Uh, this one goes a little dark. Okay. Uh, at the uh, at the end of our lives, uh, when we come to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad <laughs> is there with the Book of Our Deeds. Yep. Uh, what would you like him to say to you? Ah, I'd like him to say, "You did all right. Not bad. Get on in here. <laughs> come on. I... Park this way. There's wow. the stage." <laughs> After, what, a year of doing this, I think you're the first person that's wanted Toad to say, come on inside. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I think you're right, Jonathan. <laughs> oh, you don't want to, yeah. I mean, you got to ask him to say, yeah, get inside. All right. yeah. Come in, right? <laughs> it's like you He's are, just waiting for you. You're <laughs> actually at the right castle. Go yeah, on I mean, in. I, She's waiting for you. And I'm not uh, secretly flipping you off. All right. <laughs> That, that, Honestly, that brings peace of mind. You can secretly flip me off. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it once I'm gone, so I don't see. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want that on my mind. Uh, even if you told me it's like behind this book, I'm you know, <laughs> I, I can still go in. Yeah, yeah. okay. I oh, saw I'm, those squares. I saw those square fingers. I saw that's them. Right. <laughs> Little stubby fingers. Yeah, I saw Box. those things. It's like I would be flipping you off, but the polygons make it look so all my fingers are up, but in my head. It. I'm putting you off. Oh, it happens. <laughs> exactly. It's right here. I'm doing it as hard as I can. <laughs> Very moon and night. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you're welcome. Right. That's it. Done. You passed. I passed. Thank oh, you. guys. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. I hope. Uh, I hope. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys like the game changer. I will definitely be sending you guys one, and uh, I appreciate your time. We appreciate you as always. Thank you for answering. <laughs> and yeah. I wish I wish my buddy Ernst was here, my partner Ernst, but you know he's a family man as well, mm. and uh, you know he sends his regards and thanks you, uh, thanks you guys as well. All right, well, um, thank you because I mean it's eight o'clock for or almost nine o'clock for us. That's it's not that late. You're the one that stayed up, so thank you for uh, making the time to, to sit down with us. If you could uh, send us out by letting our listeners know where they can go to find out more information about the Game Changer. Oh, the Game Changer? Oh, it's going to be on Kickstarter, but if you want to find out more, where this came from was DarkStation.com. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Thank you. Yes, that's also the first person to plug us. That, that you is. plug you I guys. Like you guys who did it. Kickstarter, <laughs> Game Changer by Flipwalk but hosted by these guys right here. Aww. Alright, man. Thank you once again, uh, and have a good night. Go get some sleep, and um, wish you the best of luck. Perfect, guys. Thanks a lot. Cheers. <laughs>